Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Mental Health Casual. I'm your host, Lucky, and happy Friday. Uh, before we get into today's topic, which is uh, anxiety, we're going to be heading over to the anxiety subreddit. Um, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to any subreddit that has anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and uh, try and learn something new, but I'm by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. So, um, we did social anxiety a little bit earlier. We did uh, forever alone a little bit earlier. Uh, one thing that I think you'll notice as you listen to these podcasts and as you listen to um, the things that I read on Reddit, a lot of this is either, <clears throat> sorry, a lot of this is either, I don't want to say recycled because then you probably won't listen to my podcast anymore, but <laughs> um, you do you do start to see the same problems again and again, or you start to see uh, similar problems from people who have different uh what would you say like manifestation well, i guess i guess it would be more like um diagnoses right like you see people with um you know people with uh depression who have similar symptoms to maybe somebody who has um you know who who's only diagnosed with anxiety or something like that now depression and anxiety go hand in hand it's <laughs> i hate to put it this way but uh, it, it's a lot like the dynamic duo of uh, of, of mental illnesses in, the, in that sense, right? Uh, depression is Batman and anxiety is Robin. Actually, that's actually a, a kind of too, perp- too perfect of a metaphor in the sense. But um, yeah, it, it is. It is. It, it kind of goes that way. You usually don't just get one mental illness. And especially if that mental illness is let go too long, then you start to uh, it starts to apply to other parts of your life. Um, and that's the thing, like people with depression can not all, they don't always manifest it this way, but can be very angry, right? They can have an anger issue, um, because of what's going on inside as well. So, um, that, I think that's what, what's so important about, uh, you know, we, 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 we had talked about a little bit about, um, labeling and not having your mental illness be like what, what defines you. But at the same time, it is good to have some general idea of what mental illness you're dealing with. That way, you know roughly what it is that you're that you're going to expect. Um, and there is like a fine line between that. It's hard to tell when you tell somebody what they have. Well, uh, you know, because I, I I knew somebody who just it's I swear it seemed like they got diagnosed like with everything under the sun, right? And the problem I have with that is if you're going to make a, like a real diagnosis, I don't expect it to change like five different times, you know, uh, twice, maybe three times. Okay. What's going on here? Um, if you don't have a diagnosis for somebody, I, I don't see why you can't just not have a diagnosis for them. Well, okay. Let's, let's see what you're doing a little bit more and let's, let's work on it from there. Um, uh, you know, cause these symptoms, it's really hard to tell like mental illness that, and I can understand, like, I mean, we're going to be talking about anti-psychiatry tomorrow, but I can understand some people's frustrations with psychiatry because it is sometimes a shot in the dark. There are times where it can be, I don't know, it, it it's hard to tell just based off of somebody's symptoms. Also, you're judging it kind of based on uh, what somebody's telling you as well. So, um, and I think that's the other thing about uh, mental health that's so difficult is, you know, when we're talking about, um, you know, like, uh, like with being a doctor, right, you get to see things physically manifest, and you can treat them, right? Oh, you have a bump here. Okay, well, that, 
uh, you know, can you tell me what you ate? You know, they tell you what you what 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 you, um, they tell you what they ate, and then you can kind of figure out roughly what that is or anything like that. But with mental health, it's all about basically what they're saying is is happening to them. You know, and it's it's very difficult. So anyway, let's go over to the first post over here. It says, anyone else mindlessly scroll through your phone all day? I feel like when my anxiety is super bad, I will sit for hours just mindlessly scrolling through my phone. It's so bad. I could sit all day and do it. Yeah. So uh, this is, I, I feel like this is some form of avoidance, I would I would expect. Um, not exactly sure in, in the sense of like if there's like a name for this uh, but usually i i refer to it as avoidance um and i think people with anxiety you'll find it happen in i, I find this happens a lot in waiting rooms um you'll always see somebody like just you know um what, what do you call it uh, swiping through not swiping through the, what, what scrolling sorry I, I have it right in front of me i don't know why i didn't think that uh scrolling like through their phone i was thinking of uh tinder right isn't that like swipe right swipe left that kind of stuff um and yeah, you need your your hands to be kind of busy because your anxiety is. Um, I, I think that sometimes our anxiety wants to be manifested in a physical way, and I think we'll talk about that a little bit later, if I'm not mistaken. I think one of these other posts talks about that a little bit more, so I won't go too much onto that. But yeah, a lot of times our anxiety tends to manifest itself in a physical way, and since it and uh, when it does, you know, you end up doing things like that or pacing around. You know, you see that a lot. Um, other things tend to happen. Um, and usually what I try and do, and it's very difficult. I don't I don't want to act like it's not. But what I try and do is catch myself. So since you already and this is the beauty of this, right? You have recognized this problem with yourself. So when you actually do see that, when you actually do see that next time, try and catch yourself in the act. Now, uh, there's two different ways you can kind of attack this. I, I like to do the first way, which is to just notice it. Oh, here I am scrolling mindlessly again, right? You start to notice what you're doing. And usually that can, can help you pry yourself away from the phone or you notice, hey, I'm doing it again. And then you just pry yourself from the, you just turn off your phone. Um, the second way I do in very extreme situations, especially if I know uh, I do this with video games, I'm playing this game called Yakuza Zero right now. And it's just I mean, it, it there's there's so much content in this game, guys. It's just I guess I, some, <laughs> sometimes I call it um, uh, what, what do you call it? Um, side story, of the video game, like it's all about the side stories in this game. And there's so many side stories. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. So um, <clears throat> so, yeah, at least for me, it, it's become just so ridiculous to to like play this game and then look and see that i haven't made any progress on my on my um on my youtube videos and i'm just like what the heck am i doing dude i don't have time for this what's wrong with me uh so yeah that that is definitely i i definitely understand the idea of it because I, I was having i, I don't want to say like uh, I, I was definitely having anxiety the last couple of days but not not super bad i think it was more just looking at my life and thinking you know i guess more anxiety about you know getting back into the workforce at some point um i'm planning on uh trying to get that settled in by like somewhere in april or something like that so you know we'll see we'll see how it goes but uh yeah i've been having a little bit of anxiety about that and um you know i've, I've been doing this thing for like a year and a half or maybe maybe two years by now it'll be two years in june i suppose so 
um, where just I've just been working on YouTube stuff and, and podcasting. So uh, adding something else to that kind of scares me a little bit. But at the same time, you know, you need money. So <laughs> when you need money, you need money. So anyway, let's go over to the next post over here. Does anxiety get sorry? Does, does anyone get such bad anxiety they have to poop? I'm sorry if this grosses some people out, but my anxiety gets so bad that I have to run to the toilet. Anyone else like this? It's really taken over my life, and I never used to be—I uh, never used to be like this. I have to train myself now to use the bathroom before I leave my house, and I feel like a child again. It really sucks. If I'm outside and my anxiety acts up, I'll drop everything and run at home or take a couple of doses of Pepto. What a sad life I live. Um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, I get—I didn't realize this was the next one, but. Yeah, so anxiety manifests itself in a lot of physical ways, um, and for some people, and for well, for a lot of people. So this is where we get the the idea of the butterflies. We do know that our gut and our brain are um, somewhat related in some ways. So uh, you know, if you feel nervous, you know, you can. You, I, I've had it to the point where I actually felt like I was going to throw up. Um, and I have had sometimes where, and for for me, it tends to actually be weirdly, weirdly enough, my bladder. I, I don't know. Uh, I know that's not exactly the stomach, so it kind of throws me off whenever that does happen. But um, yeah, I just I, I, the one thing that I had, uh, I was at this uh, talent show for my old job, and I was uh, fair warning, I was pretty high, um, so I was really nervous. And I just kept going to the bat. I like, I was just super nervous, dude. I and I was one of the last people to go on, so I was. Uh, I, I, went, I think what did I sing? I sang uh, "Imagine" from John Lennon. And I, yeah, I just kept going to. Dude, I just kept going to the bathroom. Kept going to the bathroom. Now, great. I guess great ending to the story. I did win the. I did win. Um, bad story. Bad ending to the story. Me and my friend uh, weren't able to go watch the. We we ended up getting. Uh, Giants tickets, so uh, the San Francisco Giants, the baseball team. Uh, we went over there, and you know we were we were pretty messed up. And my friend decided to try and bring in uh, weed in, into the into the venue, and it didn't work. So we weren't able to go in, and we just ended up smoking a blunt next to the uh, marina or something like that over over by there. But yeah, it was uh, it was kind of it was kind of like it was a weird it was a weird uh, interesting story. But yeah, when I was when I was really that nervous, I just kept going to the bathroom, just kept going to the bathroom, disappearing. Because I, I, I don't know, I, I was really like worried about, um, yeah, I was really just wor worried about what it was going to, because, you know, I, I work with all these people, man. Can you imagine if, uh, you know, they already act like high schoolers as it is. Can you imagine the kind of gossip that's going to go around if I freaking bomb this, <laughs> you know? So it's, I, you know, I, I luckily I did pretty good, but uh, yeah, it it does uh, it, it can have an effect on your digestive tract, but it, yeah, it, pretty much anything with your uh, with your stomach. Um, and it, as for things to help with that, I'm not too sure. You might want to think. This is just a thought, really hypothetical here. Like this is just off the top of my head. Um, you could maybe utilize intermittent fasting in this way. Um, in order to make it so that maybe you don't, um, you can like, like, uh, let's say you, you, I don't know, let's say you have to work early in the morning or something like that. So you eat after you get off work. Um, and then you stop eating and then you just get all of the, <laughs> you get all of the, the, uh, the poop out of you for, for the rest of the day. Um, and then, you know, you're ready to go the next morning, you know, maybe, maybe you take one last one before you go to work, that kind of thing. Um, 
now obviously this doesn't really help in terms of like the daily errands and stuff because that happens intermittently throughout the the day but that was just like a random thought i had off of my head um but yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't stress about this too you know too much um but i definitely get what you're saying and um the only uh, the only thing i would say is just work on getting to the point where your anxiety gets a little bit less right and i just did that video on greg Doucette where we talk about going halfway there, right? Uh, j don't worry about getting rid of your anxiety. Just worry about getting halfway there. Uh, halfway there would be, you know, let's get less anxiety. Let's get, let's try and figure out how we can become less anxious. Are there steps that we can take? Is there something that I'm not addressing um, that is contributing to my anxiety? And maybe I should focus on that. Maybe I didn't, maybe I haven't been working on my, my um, any of my tools uh Sorry, maybe I haven't worked on any of my coping mechanisms. Maybe I haven't worked on any uh, any of the things that my therapist told me. Listen, my dude, I my uh, we used to go to this uh, group of uh, you know for social anxiety, and the I don't know what these people were thinking. The two the two therapists that run the place, uh, one of them was my therapist, and the other one was another therapist, and uh, they they would give us like homework to do. Like to go to, and dude, nobody did it, bro. No, nobody did it because we're all anxious, like procrastinators. Like, why would we do it, right? Uh, so you know, we'd come in and we like guess on it. Obviously, they weren't like requiring it. It wasn't like if you don't bring this back in, you can't come back to group. It was just you know something to for us to work on in the in the background. But yeah, I, I don't remember. I remember a lot of people joking that they never did that, and that this was the wrong group to bring it to. Um, anyway, let's go over to the next post here. Uh, does anyone else not have friends or can barely talk to new people? After graduating high school, uh, excuse me, high school, it has been literally impossible for me to make new friends because instead of people coming up to me, I have to put myself out there. But how am I supposed to do that uh, when I literally shake before ordering pizza on the phone? I have friends who have moved out, former uh, formed big bigger groups of friends, and when I'm invited out with them, I feel so left out. I can't say anything without fumbling over my words or second guessing myself. So I just sit there awkwardly until I gain the confidence to tell them I'm leaving. I feel like no one likes me because of how awkward I am. But I'm literally incapable of talking to anyone because of how crippling my anxiety is. Um, so in, in in terms of dealing with a, a bigger friend group. So uh, this is the, the thing about it. Um, the the important. So this is why I say it's very important for you to experience things. Uh, meet meet as many people as you can because that helps you to meet newer people. So it, it helps you to uh, relate to them in some way. I'll give you an example. There was a coworker that I had, and she she was a uh, um, Cambodian, and you know she was just talking to me, and she uh, just randomly, uh, you know, she was uh, she was she was. Uh, uh, she was kind of like sad about something. I was like, I was wondering what was going on. And she's like, uh, you know, do you know, you, you know, about like Cambodia's history? And I was like, you know, what do you mean? She was talking about, um, I can't remember what the, the name of the uh, massacre is. But, you know, she'd mentioned this massacre. And I was like, oh, you're talking about Pol Pot's. And she's like, yes. Yeah, you know exactly who that is. And I, for some reason, she was really surprised that I knew who that was. Um, it's not, you know, Pol Pot's is very infamous, you know, a very infamous uh uh, person who massacred a lot of people and uh it kind of it kind of threw me off that she that other people didn't know who this was um but uh it was uh hold on let me let me look up uh hold on uh 
might be getting the the area wrong that I'm thinking about. If I'm not, uh, hold on. Oh wait, no, that's not right. Uh, hold on, not pull. Um, not pull pots. What 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 is this dude's name? Um, let's see. What's the what the heck is this dude's name? Oh, Pol Pot. Yeah, no, that's him. Oh, that's right. Because I I just remembered. Um, I just remembered. There's a guy named Pol Potts. Pol with an S. That is an English uh, tenor singer from like uh, Britain's Got Talent or one of those things. So I looked him up. I was like, did I get this wrong? No, no. It's, yeah, it's Pol Pot. So you know. Anyway, it was uh, it was from the Communist uh, Party uh, over in Cambodia that did. And you know, she had just mentioned a story to me, and I was like, oh wow, that's. But because I knew, I knew I had some prior knowledge. Like I, I didn't know anything. I just know the name. I just knew the name Pol Pot. I knew he did some bad stuff. Um, and sometimes you don't, you don't even need to know like the the meat and potatoes. Usually somebody will fill you in on the meat and potatoes of that. Like you'll you'll hear you can you know you don't need to know everything. You just need to have like a, a, a and I think that's why it's so important to be a little bit of a Renaissance. Excuse me, a Renaissance man. Um, when we think about like Joe Rogan, he's a bit of a Renaissance man, right? Like he can have anybody on his podcast because he's so he dabbles in so many different aspects, uh, whether it be politics, science, uh, fitness, uh, and you know martial arts, all that kind of stuff. Which fitness and martial arts seem to be his main uh, his main ones. But yeah, man, like it's because of that that he's so he becomes so relatable. So all I all I would say to this is to I uh, continue to go to these big events um, and don't feel that you need to force this, this is, I think this is one of the main problems is people feel so when you, and this seems like social anxiety. So uh, this is kind of what I'm basing it off of. But um, one thing that happens with social anxiety, people who have social anxiety is they feel like they need to force the situation. If there is silence, I am failing. Therefore uh, I need to break the silence with something. And then that's when the, awkward talk starts to come out right and so if they can go through that i'm sorry if they can uh get past that and pick and choose where they actually have their conversations they can start to build up their skills a bit more uh that's how i've kind of figured out how uh how to you know because i i didn't really have a lot to say and now i have a lot to say because of my well because of what i do with podcasting and all that stuff but I also know when to take my foot off the gas, right? So to speak. Luckily, I get to speak to, uh, sorry, I get to um, talk uh, at, I suppose, in terms of podcasting. I get to talk at you guys. And you, unfortunately for you guys, you poor unfortunate souls. Sorry, I've been listening to that song a lot. Uh, <laughs> I have been, uh, you know, I, I you guys get to take the brunt of all the wild thoughts that I have, or at least all that wild energy that I have. And then when I talk to regular people in society, I can just listen to them and I, and they're like, oh, you're such a good listener. It's like, no, I just, I have, uh, you know, I, I got, I got, I got all the talk out of me. You know, I actually said that to one of my pastors one day. I was like, I, I got all the talk out of me. I'm, I'm good, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't completely worry about all of, uh, uh, I, I wouldn't completely worry about you fumbling over your words or even needing to be, just make sure that you still go. To those events unless and this is always uh, the main thing unless you have a very like an actual reason to, to not go which is absolutely fine if you if you have a reason to not go no big deal right you can you can um you can try and go go to the next one right uh let's see over here 
Why can't I have a, just a normal brain? Anxiety is ruining my life. This is next post. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I, I feel that when you start to go down this rabbit hole, of uh, not calling the person this person out, but it, I do see this happen a lot, and it does happen to me. Uh, in fact, it did happen to me during around Christmas, man. I was just like, why can't I be, like, why can't I, <laughs> I was just, I, my, my addiction started, like, getting the best of me again. I was like, why can't I be like these other people who can just have a drink and not, like, go crazy, you know? How, how is this? Oh, how, why why am I the, the special one? Because you know, if you think about it, people who are uh, who are alcoholics, it, they don't outnumber the people who drink alcohol. Now, I, I guess an argument could be made that maybe some of these people have not been diagnosed, but still, at the same time, it's 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 a it's a small number of people who have this. I don't, I don't want to say this is exactly the reason, but who have that like addictive gene, or who just have it in them that they're they just become super addicted to alcohol. Um, and same thing with opi opiates. I think people would be surprised that there aren't, like, listen, there are a lot of people, right? Like to the point where like people are dying, but it's in, in the grand scheme of the population, it's not that much, right? And uh, and I think that that's kind of hard to come to terms with that you are one of the 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 small pe the small minority of people who have to deal with not drinking alcohol or not doing this or um you know maybe i i don't know i don't know what the the number of people who have anxiety is it's really hard to tell because anxiety is such a such a blanket term that we use for people that it you know we we talk we we use anxiety for like oh yeah i'm i'm feeling anxious well you know, usually when we mean anxiety in the mental health realm, it's usually anxiety, dis uh, generalized anxiety disorder or social anxiety. But, you know, a disorder is usually what we're thinking about. But it's become such a casual, um, it's become such a casual uh, part of our speech that it's hard to, um, it's hard for us to kind of get away from that, uh, from uh, from uh, using it in that way, right? Like we we're always using it in the sense that, oh yeah, it's uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm just feeling the butterflies right now, and and as I said before, that can be something from anxiety, but is it anxiety disorder? So, anyway, uh, let's go to the last post here. Physical tensions from anxiety. What are your physical manifestations from your mental anxiety, and how do you deal with it? I get tense in my neck and my chest. Um. So as I said before, um, usually my stomach, things like that, uh, there's not really too much I can do about that. Um, I don't get it nearly as bad as the person earlier who we were talking about, like, has to go poop. But usually I have to just go find the bathroom is usually my thing. Um, another thing that usually happens, and I, I was just I just remembered this one when I was uh, still interviewing people for the podcast, uh, was um, I'd have to drink a lot of water because I get dry mouth in no time. Like, it, it would be it would be so fast. I, I would, I would speak. And then just from speaking, I got dehydrated. I would just get dehydrated, which I mean, as, as you know, I, I just learned this the other day that, um, you know, just breathing is actually very, uh, uh, usually dehydrates us to a certain degree. Um, but at the same time, like not to this degree, like I, I would get, like, I'd have this humongous, um, uh, cup next to me just full of water just drinking it um and i try uh, some interviews i actually tried to sneak gum under my um under my tongue 
and I would do that and end up because uh, that way I could stay hydrated. Um, I could have like the saliva forming and stuff. Um, so that, that was, those were some ways that I got around that. So yeah, dry mouth is actually one of the, the biggest ones. I actually thought I had this from, uh, I actually thought it, this would stop because this is actually something that came from my, I want to say it was my antipsychotic, but it may have been Zoloft. I, I can't remember off the top of my head uh, from what I was taking. But, you know, afterwards I realized that my anxiety, or, sorry, with my anxiety, I would, because the, the way that I figured this out was, bef- you know, I, I used to do a lot of performing uh, with my my guitar and singing and stuff, and I would realize, or like from for karaoke, I realized that my 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 um I would just be super like my 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 throat would be dry, like everything would be dry, and I need to drink all the way up to when I go on stage. Um, and some of that still happens today. When I last time I went to uh to California, which was back in what like maybe December or something like that, uh, me and my friend went to a karaoke bar, and it was. Uh, same thing. I had. I just kept drinking water. I just kept drinking water. And by the way, the, the people at the bars are so nice. Um, they they never look at me weird or, uh, you know, like oh, why aren't you drinking beer? Like this doesn't you know add up or anything. They're they're always just super super cool over there. They're always just hey, do you, do you want me to top you off of, with water or, you know, I I think that night I was drinking Sprite or something like that. But yeah, either way, it's it, it's just so nice to 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 feel at home at a bar even though you're not drinking. You know, <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. I just find it so. Uh, I guess validating to a certain degree, um, but yeah, other other things that usually happen. Um, sometimes I can get tense. Um, I'm trying to think of where. Usually, I I, I make a fist. I not in anger, but it's something that I'm kind of used. To, I'm used to kind of doing that. I don't know where that's coming from, but uh, that that and then my 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 uh, my abs all oh well if I had abs uh, my stomach I really start to like like get ready and I don't know if it's from um, when my dad used to like hit me now uh, granted he didn't beat the the crap out of me but still I I'd have to get ready for a hit and I'd be you know I'd be uh um I tense up so that I could take it um and so I don't know if it's from that I, I really couldn't tell you but it, like whenever I'm anxious. It's like I'm anticipating something and my 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 stomach just kind of does it. And so I have to uh, the way that I deal with it usually is just to bring awareness to what's going on. Once you actually are aware of the physical manifestation of what's going on, you can you can start to either control it or alleviate some of the pressure that it's happened. Like once you put all of your your thought on relaxing whatever you're you're um, tensing a lot of your attention goes on that instead of whatever's making you anxious. So that's one way that I figured um, out how I could uh, uh, alleviate a lot of my anxiety is to focus on the physical interactions that my body's having with my anxiety. So anyway, guys, happy Friday. Once again, remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Don't forget. I will have a link uh, to the anxiety subreddit in the info box uh, down below. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.